Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Hey everybody, Steve Jensen here, and this is going to be the IWTV Showcase of the Independence Preview, where myself and John Mosley are going to be breaking everything down. We're going to be talking about every single match, making predictions, talking about every show, just trying to highlight talent and get y'all pumped and ready for this week and this weekend in the world of independent professional wrestling. Part one of our conversation is available as a GCW Collective Preview, and that's available as well. So if you want to check that out ahead of time, go ahead. If you want to go back afterwards, that's cool too. But you're going to hear us throughout this episode talking about a lot of the talent that we also talk about over on the GCW side. So the reason I bring this up is because the GCW prediction show was like three and a half hours long, and we went, we deep dove on everybody. And because there's a lot of overlap between the GCW shows and the IWTV shows, we didn't spend as much time deep diving on the IWTV side because we had already done so over on the GCW side. So on this episode, you'll still hear us deep diving on all the talent that we weren't able to talk about for GCW, and then we're giving predictions for everything. So I very much appreciate y'all listening to this special edition of the Fightful Select Weekender podcast. Without further ado, here's me and Jumpin' Johnny Mosley talking about independentwrestling.tv's showcase of the independents. And just for what it's worth, use code FIGHTTALK, F-I-G-H-T-T-A-L-K, all one word with no spaces, and that helps support my podcast, helps support me and Moe's a lot, and you can use that promo code on independentwrestling.tv or iwtv.live, and yeah, show a little support. We very much appreciate it. So, that being said, let's jump on into it. Up next, we got independentwrestling.tv's showcase of the independence, which... I can't wait for. I mean, I'm equally as excited as for you know, for GCW as I am for IWTV. Uh, both companies we talk about often on the weekend or IWTV. Once again, if you use code Fight Talk, I mentioned it earlier in the show, but you'll be supporting you know my podcast, myself, Mose, everybody that helps me out, and 
you don't get the five free days right now, but you do help support. So if you're going to check these shows out, please use that code. It very, very much helps us out. And Moses is going to be on the call for a few of these shows. So what we're going to do for the IWTV portion is, you know, we're going to be seeing a lot of overlap, obviously. A lot of the wrestlers we've already talked about throughout this show, we won't continue to deep dive on the people that we've already been talking about, but we will deep dive on the names that we haven't mentioned yet because we do want to spend as much time as we can just giving shout outs and, and kind of educating the fan base on, you know, who's who heading into this huge weekend. So what we're going to do is similar to the um, which show was it earlier that we did where, where you pretty much went through that I just made predictions. Yeah, the unsanctioned pro fueled yes. by spikes. Yes, exactly. So we're going to do a lot of that for the IWTV portion where Moe's can't really make predictions because he knows a lot of what's going to be going on. So he's going to help uh, break down everything. And then I'm, I'm going to give you my picks of who I think is going to win and lose these matches. So the first show we're going to start out with is IWTV's Family Re- Family Reunion Part 1. And uh, kick us off, Moe's. Go ahead. Do your thing. So we have a couple of title matches on this one. We've got a big number one contenders match, but recently they've announced this one, Steven Jensen, a Lucha Rules six-man tag team match, a very good professional wrestler, Matt Mikowski and Travis Huckabee versus Boar, Boomer Hatfield, and Erica Lay. So I guess this is actually a six-person tag team match. Um Yo, wild Lucha Rules with, with six, like, this is going to be nuts, dude. Yeah, this one's going to be good. And we haven't even had a chance to talk about a very good professional wrestler who I know I've been seeing all over the place lately. And yes. very, very recognizable ring name. Um, and then you got Boomer Hatfield, who I guess we haven't mentioned yet. Um, I don't think we have. Yeah, I mean, everyone remembers Dasher, I'm sure. Uh, anyone who's a fan of Shakara, you know, no longer around. But, uh, you know, we got Boomer out there and... Uh, I mean, there's a lot of talent here. We talked about Matt Mikowski earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is like a really hard one to predict, uh, but I am going to go uh, very good professional wrestler Mikowski and Huckabee for my predictions on that one. But it, that should be a really fun match. Yeah, shout out to Travis Huckabee real quick, too. Uh, I got to see him live a couple of months back, put on a banger, super slept on talent. Uh, yeah, dog, no, no, this is going to be nuts. Yeah, and uh, I also want to shout out real quick, a very prof- a very good professional wrestler. I love his intro music. <laughs> It's literally, for those of you who haven't seen it, it's that uh, Foo Fighters song. It's like, is someone getting the best, the best, the best, the best of you? But it just stop, It just loops the best, the best, the best, the best, the best, <laughs> over and over and over again. So uh, creative, creative on a, on a very good professional wrestler. Uh, yeah, dude, it's being a part of that live. It feels like it goes for 10 hours. <laughs> I can't confirm it does not. Um, next up, we've got I think this is representing old wrestling up in Detroit, uh, which is a very, very interesting, very original promotion. They're having a match between Judge Hugo Lexington Black and one of the best names you'll ever see. Will wrestle. Will wrestle. Yeah, are you, you, are you familiar with old wrestling? I I do not think so. That, these okay. are names that are escaping. I feel like I've heard of. Actually, you know what? I I don't think I've I've actually seen either of these guys wrestle. Yeah, old wrestling. It's literally the shows are all set. It's the roaring the roaring twenties. So it's like filmed in black and white. Everything is very like you know very theme based. So. 
this is going to be all its own, one one and all its own. So uh, it's actually, I'm really excited that people aren't very familiar with old uh, old wrestling uh, because you know this this is going to be a fun match again. Will wrestle Judge Hugo Wellington Black, bro. These are Lexington Black. Excuse me, yo. These are fire names. Yeah, I mean. Like, I don't know much about either, and I just got to go with Will Wrestle because I think that's a that's a clever ring name. <laughs> so I just no, got to yeah. go with that. I can't argue that. I can't do it. Um, next up, this is a match we both know these guys very well. Excited to talk about these two. Jaden Newman being thrown in there with Daniel Makabe, simply one of the best going. I know you're fired up for this one, bro. Oh, for sure. Yeah, we talk about Jaden a lot on this show. Um, a guy that doesn't even get all the credit he probably deserves for like what he's doing out there like he mm-hmm. started wrestling when he was like 15 and he's I think 22 now and you know better than me man I mean all the stuff he's doing with TWE and, and training wrestlers and making all the towns he's making and just that he's just gotten so much base he's improved so much over the years too and he's really he, he hasn't even hit his prime yet he's probably a couple years away from his prime which is like really scary to think about and then you got Daniel McCauley on the other side, who, for my money, is the best uh, technical wrestler on the independents. I think him and Lee Moriarty are 1A and 1B, and you can you can choose which one you like better. And and I like them both equally. Like, they're literally, if, if I had to pick two guys right now to put in the Ring of Honor Pure Division that aren't currently there, it'd be McCauley and, and Lee Moriarty. And, uh, yeah, for those of you who maybe have not seen these guys, mm-hmm. uh, very different stylistically. Like, Newman's very good technically as well, but Makabe is, like, a, like a – well, he calls himself the wrestling genius. Yeah, I the mean, wrestling genius, yeah. I mean, that, that's a really good uh, way of putting it. And this and this is a tough one to predict, uh, but I'm going to go Makabe. Um, I think he just kind of, like, outsmarts Jaden. And Jaden's very emotional in the ring, as you know. So – I think maybe Jane gets a little too emotional and McCauley capitalizes on that for the win. That's a, that's a fantastic uh, <laughs> prediction because that is, that is the Jaden Newman. We know, like you said, we're, we're hoping he takes some strides. We know he has taken some big strides, but this is a phenomenal match because Daniel McCauley will, he's going to, he's going to annoy you, man. He knows, he knows all the tricks. He's going to annoy you. Cannot wait to see Jaden in there. This, uh, this match of course, promote or, uh, being brought to you by the Scenic City Invitational Crew. Um, of course, Daniel won the last SCI, and then uh, Jaden always representing that Scenic City. So uh, shout out, uh, shout out that whole crew, man. Uh, um, next up, another six-man tag team match. We've got Funny Bone, Nurse Ratchet, and the Super Beast versus D Rogue, Jane C, and Johnny Butabi, Which these names are insanely good today. <laughs> yeah, for real. Like I've seen, uh, I've seen Super Beast. I know James C and D Rogue, um, but do you have any kind of insight on Nurse Ratchet? I, I feel like I should know who that is, but I, it just escaped me for some reason. No, I know. Um, I'm trying to remember where she kind of reminds. Like I, I would say maybe a little bit like the Sue Young. Like it's hard to compare someone to Sue Young, right? But um that kind of originality for sure would be my would be like how it would lead off with nurse ratchet again with these kind of characters we're going to get in a couple of these uh six person tag matches it's hard to really put in words it's almost like you kind of have to see you have to see it to believe it i guess yeah i mean this is like it's a real wild card of a matchup that's for sure and i'm gonna go team super beast 
just because I've seen more of Super Beast than the others. Um, but yeah, I mean, th- th- and this really just goes to show you, like, this is a real variety show. Like, we're gonna be yeah. getting a whole bunch. Like, like you mentioned before, the uh, like the black and white with uh with Lexington Black and Will Wrestle, and then yeah, you got this match with Funny Bone and Super Beast, and then you've got that uh that six man or six person rather um lucha match, which is gonna be. I mean, that's a real clash of styles. You got a guy like Mikowski on one side and a guy like Boomer Hatfield on the other. I mean, it's like, this is a real variety show. Really cool. I'm very, very excited for the, the both parts of Family Reunion because it is, it's it's everything, everything and anything you, lo- you love about independent wrestling. There's going to be a highlight for them across these two shows. And we're seeing it right at the gate. Um, these these last three, man, these are really big. We, we lead off with our... Uh, our number one contender match. I did not know this, but according to Cage Match, IWTV Independent Wrestling title number one contender match, Wheeler Yuta versus Adam Priest, bro. Yeah, that's a damn good matchup. Um, Adam Priest is obviously a guy that you know very well. Yes. Um, you know, he does a lot of great work with New South, been doing great stuff with Action, uh, recently been doing great stuff with Sup. Uh, Wheeler Yuta. I've seen all over the place. I became familiar with him. Initially, I think I first started watching him uh, when I was at those Dojo Pro tapings yes. um, in Nashville years back. And then um, and then I realized that he'd been killing it and beyond. And he's kind of like one of the main wrestlers there. And uh, he does great stuff all over the place. You know, I, I he's had some really good matches for Southern Underground Pro as well. Uh, this is a damn good matchup. And of course, you know, you know, now doing stuff with Ring of Honor. So, I mean, he's. He's a guy who I think could have a really big breakout year this year. And I feel the same for Adam Priest. Um, Adam Priest, very good technical wrestler. This is a hard one to call because I like I feel like Yuta's definitely had some shots at this belt throughout the years, um, whether it be the Powerbomb.tv title or the IWTV title. And Adam Priest is like, he's got a lot going on. Like he's got the the stuff going on with Derek Neal in New South. He's got, um, you know, the stuff he's doing in SUP right now. Uh, he just wrestled on the last show. He wrestled AJ Gray, right? But it was non-title um, for the Bone Storm mm-hmm. title. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he's got kind of, I feel like Adam Priest has kind of got a lot. And so does Yuta. But I think Adam Priest has a lot going on right now. And I'm going to take Wheeler Yuta to win this match and get a shot at Lee Moriarty. But, but to be completely honest, like, I don't care who wins this one because I'm a big fan of both. Yeah, this I can tell you the, all the locker rooms uh, are, are excited about this match. You know what I'm saying? Like when you when you have the the boys and the girls in the back really excited about your match, you know that you've got something going on here. So Wheeler Yuta, Adam Priest, absolutely one that it could just be a singles match with no sticks, and this would have everyone kind of excited. So. Uh, big, big time deal, man. Big, big stakes. And uh, what a moment for Adam Priest, bro. Already having a great year, like you're saying. Really could take that next step in just a couple of days. Yeah, I um, mean, the dude beat Davy Boy Jr. at Hawks. Yes, he absolutely did, man. He, he he won the whole thing. He beat Davy Boy Smith Jr. He he went toe to toe with O'Shea Edwards, man. Like, yep. He he can do it all. Adam Priest is not one to be trifled with, as much as I hate to admit it. Battleground Alabama product, right there. Uh, our last two matches announced on this card, both title matches. The first, IWA Mid-South Heavyweight title, Jake Chris, the champion, defending against uh, John Wayne Murdoch, who I know this last year has really, like, 
he's the Duke of hardcore and the Duke of, you know, violence up at I, ICW, but uh, looking at look that IWA Mid-South heavyweight title around the waist for John Wayne Murdoch, bro, this is crazy. Yeah, this one I think is going to be pretty nuts. Like, and this is just goes once again to show the whole variety aspect of this, because, you know, with the stuff I mentioned, and then you got the technical wrestling of, uh, mm-hmm. of Daniel Macabe and an Adam Priest and Yuta and these guys. And then you got what I'd imagine will be a very violent match between Jake Crist and uh, John Wade Murdoch. Uh, Jake Crist, a lot of people probably know best from his time in Impact Wrestling. Um, and then you have John Wade Murdoch, like you said, uh, Mose. I mean, he's one of like the main faces of, you know, just hardcore deathmatch wrestling. Um, so, yeah, I, I expect this to be violent. I have no idea who's going to walk away with this championship. Um, I'm going to I'm going to go John Wayne Murdoch. But I mean, I, I this will probably be the most violent match of this show. Yeah, I, I don't I don't think I can argue <laughs> that. I've seen both these guys bleed buckets. I expect insanity. Um, I, I Again, uh, I love the fact that in between Wheeler U to Adam Priest in our next match, we've got just this insanity and Jake Chris, John Wayne Murdoch. But again, family reunion, IWTV, giving you all you want. The main event, IWTV, Independent Wrestling Championship match. Lee Moriarty putting it on the line against Edith Surreal. We talked a lot about both these talent so far bro this is a big 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 time matchup yeah 100 percent. lee moriarty like we've been saying maybe the best you know technical wrestler on the indies maybe the best technical wrestler in all of wrestling right now anita surreal uh you know won the cassandra cup like we mentioned and that's how this uh this got put together so i'm gonna go moriarty he's very uh his title reign is very young uh, I think he's going to be holding that belt for a long time. And I think this is going to be a really good uh, title defense to kind of really kick off his his run with the belt. Uh, I think it's going to be a really solid match, but I got to go with Lee Moriarty for the win in this one. Yeah, this is a crazy card. I cannot wait to see this main event. Um, that's all for part one. Part two, which I believe is going to be a couple hours later, um, it, it looks like we're going to kick things off. Well, we don't know that. I'm not going to say that. This card could be all over the place. There's so much... Well, let's just let's lead in with this one. We talked about Billy Starks a little bit. Let's talk about let's talk about Gary J. Right. We got Gary J. versus Billy Starks. We got to mention him a little bit when we talked about Aaron Williams. We both agree. Gary, one of the, the most slept on talents in there with Billy, bro. What kind of I mean, this is one of those matchups you see and you go do what now? Yeah. Yeah. For real. Like I've been seeing them going back and forth on Twitter yeah. also. Um, and like Billy's not backing down and Gary sounds like he wants to kick some ass. So, I mean, this is. This is going to be really good. Um, I would highly recommend, if anybody isn't familiar with Gary J, I'd seek out really any match he's had with Warhorse over the last few years. Um, they had that, <clears throat> they have a, you know a, an ongoing feud that I know people hearing this that aren't familiar will think this is like a like kind of a wild comparison, but to me it's 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 close to the same level of like a Steen Generico type rivalry. Like I think that Gary J mm-hmm. and Warhorse they'll always be linked for their whole careers in some way. And um Gary J is a damn good wrestler. He throws a mean elbow. Uh he's tough as hell. Uh he's a guy that I've got the pleasure of watching live, you know, as you have many times in places like Chattanooga and Nashville. Um I got to see him up in Glory Pro as well in uh the St. Louis uh and Illinois area. So yeah, this this is going to be a banger. Um, I feel like Billy Starks is going to have a really, really big weekend, but I think this is um, like I we got it. We got to see some good stuff out of Gary J as well, as far as like 
I, I don't know how many times he's wrestling over the weekend as we go through these shows, but I think Gary J gets the win in this one. And I think it's a really good match. And I think Billy Starks looks great in defeat. And I think Gary J looks really impressive in victory. So I'm going to go Gary J, but I like that matchup a lot. Yeah, absolutely love the matchup. I'm pretty sure, 99% sure, this is a, uh, a highlighted match from St. Louis Anarchy promotion. Um, so definitely shout that crew out. I know it's been really tough up there the last couple of years. Uh, the venue, I mean, one of the best venues I've ever been experienced. I'm so happy I got to, to go up there and, and uh, hang out with that crew. Um, but yeah, Gary J, Billy Starks, for sure. One to, uh, one to keep an eye on. Another promotion up, a little bit up north from us that I I've uh, been lucky enough to be around uh, Paradigm Pro Wrestling. Their sponsored match, Dominic Guarini versus Robert Martyr, UWFI rules, Steven Jensen. Yeah, and this is a this is a perfect fit, right? I mean, like Dominic Guarini is probably my probably my favorite like overall like UWFI style wrestler on the Indies right now, as far as a guy who. Like he's just so in his element in these in these kind of like hybrid rules type matches and stuff, and I love his like, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu background and and all that. And uh, Robert Martyr, that's gonna be a good matchup, man. I mean, Martyr's solid. Um, I he uh, I seen him in um, what was the last time I saw him? Because I've seen him in Paradigm as well. Yeah, you um, definitely seen him Paradigm. I've seen him versus. I was going to say, I know I've seen him and Matthew Justice wrestle for sure. Um, uh, he's been on some uh, No Peace shows. He's been, you've definitely seen him on IWTV here more in the last few months, no doubt. Yeah, for sure. Like I said, I, I, there's, I, for some reason it sticks out, him, him and Matthew Justice. I know I've seen that. And and this is going to be good, man. Martyr's solid. Um, I just think Garini is just so in his element in these kind of situations. And it, it, it's kind of tailor-made for a guy like him. Um, I would say I think this is going to be really good. And I think Martyr is going to do great, but I I, I got to go Dominic Greeny for my pick here. Yeah, it feels very much like a uh, a measuring stick match for for Martyr. Uh, he's happy to be in there. He wants to be in there. Definitely UWFI rules. Anyone unfamiliar, uh, this is going to be much like the Gary J. Billy Starks, right? These two matches, violent without really the need of weapons at all. Just just fisticuffs, if you will. Um, Next up, we've got an eight-man tag team match. Eric Cannon, Dan Champion, Jigsaw, and Lucky 13 versus a very good professional wrestler. Daniel Maccabe, Trey Lamar, and Wheeler Yuta. My God, the technicality in this one, Steven Jensen. Yeah, this is a hell of a matchup. Like, I mean, it's surprising. I don't think we've had anything with Eric Cannon up to this point. I don't um, think so either. Yeah, same with Dan Champion and Jigsaw. I mean, these are all names that, you know, if you've been watching indie wrestling for really any amount of time, these are names you all know. Um, Lucky 13 we talked about earlier. And, yeah, we've, we've touched on everybody really in this match uh, for the most part. But I, I it, this is a this is a fun, stylistic matchup. Uh, you know, the two teams that, that we got here. I got to go... I got to go the what I feel like is, you know, the more technical side of this match. I got to go very good professional wrestler, Maccabe, Trey Lamar, and Wheeler Yuta in this one. But, I mean, it's going to be cool to see Jigsaw in there. It's going to be cool to, I mean, they just got a lot of great talent in this match. And I think stylistically, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, but I got to go with uh, that that team that I just mentioned, that uh, 
the very good professional wrestler side uh, of, of the coin there. But I, I like this matchup a lot. Without a doubt, uh, again, all its own. This one, uh, nothing else like it before or after. The just two fun teams for their own, you know, own different reasons. Definitely, definitely going to be one we're going to be talking about after the weekend. Uh, let's follow this one up with the BSB match, obviously sponsored by the Big Starks brand, the Bounty Brian Keith, and the Suplex Assassin Alex Kane. Man, this is this is one that when I, it was announced, I got to admit, I got real fired up for. Yeah, this is going to be sick. Like, I like what I've seen of Brian Keith, and Alex Kane is, like, I mean, I don't want to spoil anything that people might, as people kind of are, I'm sure, catching up on sub shows and, and whatnot, but, like, Alex Kane, a uh, great showing for so- Southern Underground Pro lately. Um, a guy who's really just been killing it everywhere that he's been wrestling. Uh, he has a great look. He has the size. I love the way that he just suplexes the hell out of people. Uh, he's super strong. I mean, he has the look. He checks every box. I mean, Alex Kane is a guy, and he's very believable. Like, I'm taking Alex Kane in this match. I love this match. I think it's going to be hard-hitting. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, but I think Alex Kane is uh, – I don't know how long it'll take, but I, I really think it'll be before we even realize it. It, it'll, it might be similar to, like, a Blake Christian scenario for me where, like, I thought we were going to have guys like Blake Christian and Ben Carter on the Indies for like a while. You know, I, mm-hmm. I, I feel like they got, I, I, I'm really happy they got signed when they did Alex Zane as well, you know, but it's like, there's, there's certain guys that like, I, it's like, you don't realize what you have till they're gone kind of thing where it's like, I'm a, I was a big fan of these guys, but I was just kind of assumed I'd, I'd still have them out here on the Indies for like another year or two. But I think Alex Kane could be in that same kind of boat where I'm like, oh, I can't wait to see him, you know, really out there main eventing all over the place. But before I know it, he's signed because he's just so damn talented. Um, so I mean, that really is high praise for Alex Kane. And once again, Brian Keith, I like as well. I think this is a really good matchup, but I, I got to go Alex Kane for the win. Yeah, this uh, again, anyone not familiar with these two, this is a phenomenal match to highlight them both. BSB sponsored family reunion part two. The next match, Fatal 4-Way Tag Team Action, teams of Ashton Starr and Jared Evans versus AC Mack and MV Young versus Eric Lee and The Boar versus the Kings of the District, which are Eel O'Neill and Jordan Blade. This is going to be – like, AC Mack and MV Young as a team together, like, the universe may not be able to handle it. <laughs> yeah, this is going to be good stuff. And I like the aspect here of having four different tag teams. Like, I feel like we don't get that that often. Usually when we have this many people, it's like a four versus four type thing. But I love, like, the four corners tag team aspect here. Um, and, you know, we've, we've highlighted a lot of these these talents uh, you know, already because, you know, with the, the GCW side. But as far as the prediction goes, you just mentioned the team. Like, I got to go AC Mack and MB Young. I very rarely go against AC Mack. Um, you know, he just has, well, for one, he's incredibly talented, right? Like, I mean, he's great on the microphone. He's great in the ring, but his character is so much that of a guy who like he's, although he's lost the action wrestling championship in the, in the sub bone storm title fairly recently, historically speaking through his career, he's a, he's a winner, you know, doesn't matter how he gets it done, but he's a winner. And I feel like AC Mack's going to have a very big weekend and I see him winning this match as well, along with MV Young, which like you said, this is a, this is a really fun tag team. 
I would I would pay good money to see this as a tag team on the regular. I can't lie. Those are two phenomenal personalities. All the talent in this one is crazy nuts. Shout out Jordan Blade. Um, next up, we just got title matches left now, bro. Let's go with the new Texas Pro title, Mysterious Q. We've talked a little bit about defending that new Texas title against Ryan Davidson. Yeah, and these are two guys that I, I wish I knew more about. Um, I know the names, and I know uh, they're from that uh, that Texas area, or mm-hmm. yeah, like Southwest Wrestling. Um, but, yeah, you, can you fill me in a little bit more on – because um, Mysterious Q we talked about a little bit on the GCW side, but I don't think we've had a chance to talk about Ryan Davidson yet. Yeah, d- both of these are ones that again I'm excited to see the 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 wrestlers from this new South or this new Texas promotion, excuse me, um, because uh, aforementioned Jade Newman was booked there, and man when he came back it was just he could not speak higher about the talent there. Um, of course Davidson in with that man out of that Houston area, big dude. I'm trying to think of his nickname. It was ruthless. His nicknames for Ryan Davidson include. Ruthless and the cornerstone, which I can get behind. Um, but Mysterious Q is a lot of buzz on this guy right now. I mean, uh, big things being said about his possibility, the ceiling. Uh, Jaden absolutely loved Mysterious Q when he was around him, said just incredible talent. So, uh, again, two, two maybe new talents for, for new eyes. Uh, very excited for both these dudes. Yeah, and, and like I've said earlier, like this is why these kind of weekends are so much fun because with all the wrestling that I watch, there's still talent that like I haven't had a chance to really deep dive on. And I know more about Q than I do Davidson, so like I have to go uh, Q for my my pick here. But this is awesome because like in a card full of people where you know I've I've been watching a lot of you know I've seen you know damn near probably 100 Gary J matches, but I've seen, you know, very little of Mysterious Q and Ryan Davidson. So, like, I'm, I'm very excited to, to kind of get myself educated on some new talent as well in that one. Yeah, I mean, it is. It's, it's exciting. All these, you know, there's some, you know, some naysayers say, oh, it's the same talent booked on every show, but it's like, nah, man, there's some very good new talent that, that are going to get to be highlighted this week. And uh, I, I can't wait for it, for sure. That new set, new Texas pro title match, Family Reunion Part 2, our last two matches continuing on this title theme. The New South title defended by the Kings Road Slayer, Derek Neal, going one-on-one with the castaway Cabana Man Dan, bro. Yeah, I love this match. And this is like, this is a tough one to call because, I mean, I'm leaning Derek Neal because you know, Cabana Mandan did have a very long reign with that title belt. For those of you who haven't seen the belt, by the way, it's gigantic. <laughs> um, it's probably my favorite title belt in all of wrestling. Uh, Cabana Mandan and Derek Neal, these are the two guys, when I think of New South Pro Wrestling, they're the first two names that come to mind. For sure. And, yeah, and, and Dan is just killing it right now. I love the castaway character, the edge he's got to him now. I think Derek Neal is, you know, I know there's a big campaign on Twitter right now to get him in the National Wrestling Alliance. And I think that he would be a, a perfect fit there. Uh, the guy's super talented. I love the the feud that Derek Neal is building with Manders right now over in SUP in Nashville. Uh, this is just a hell of a matchup. And it's one of these things where, like, if Cabana Man Dan won, I'd be really, really happy for him. 
But I just I think Derek Neal has more to accomplish with that title. And then you got Adam Priest looming there, too, and their backstory. And I just don't see Derek Neal losing that title to Cabana Man Dan, uh, at least before he wrestles uh, Adam Priest. And that that's all settled. So I'm going to go Derek Neal for my prediction. But this one has the potential to be the match of the show, in my opinion. Yeah, great chemistry here. No doubt about it. Some of my, the best matches uh, that I've been able to see down at New South include these two talents. So for sure, have this one highlighted. Our last match on this card, which now is a double title defense. Daniel Garcia putting on the C4 Wrestling Championship, which they are based out of Ottawa, Ontario, for those who don't know. The Capital City Championship Combat C4 title and the Limitless Wrestling title out of Maine, both titles on the line, Daniel Garcia against Kevin Koo. Man, we know Kevin Koo, bro. This is going to be a fight. Yeah, this is going to be damn good. Um, Daniel Garcia, that Limitless title, I remember when we were talking earlier, and I, mm-hmm. I was trying to, put my, trying to put my finger, I remember him beating Christian Casanova, and that was the belt that I was, uh, that I was forgetting. So, um, so yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan of Daniel Garcia. He's just he's just very very solid, um, very well rounded. Um, I like I like every aspect of his game, and and he's only going to keep getting better too. Like he's he's just very very good. And Kevin Q, most people probably know from his tag team with Greeny, Bounces Forever. Um, especially if you watch MLW, but both guys are great as singles wrestlers, as we both got to see live in Nashville many times. Uh, Kevin Q can really go as a singles wrestler also. So uh, I think this is going to be really hard hitting. I think that uh, it's going to be back and forth. And I think there's going to be a lot of points in this match where I think one or the other is going to win. Um, I think it's going to be damn good. And as far as a prediction, I got to go Daniel Garcia in that. the Well, for one, because he's great. But the, the main reason I got to go with that is Q's got his hands full with MLW at the moment and all the other stuff he's got going on and all the things he does for SUP and, and everything else. And I just, I'm just kind of like a business side, like kind of the mm-hmm. business side of me, just kind of, even though I wish I wasn't thinking this way, cause I wish I was just more like, who's going to win, who's going to lose. Like this is going to be a great match on a, on the business side. It's just hard for me to, it's hard for me to see Kevin Q winning both of those titles and being able to defend those titles, given all the other stuff he has going on in his career right now. So for those reasons, I got to go Daniel Garcia. Um, but I think this is going to be a damn good match. And that's and all those things, by the way, aren't to take anything away from Daniel Garcia. He he might have won this match regardless of if Kevin Q had anything going on. Uh, but that just kind of leads me to, to to lean more towards Garcia because of what I just mentioned. So um I think it's going to be a damn good match, though, man. I'm really pumped up for it, but I'm going to take Daniel Garcia to retain. I can't wait. We've got about, what, five or six main events on any other night on this one card. So, uh, again, Family Reunion Part 2. This is Thursday afternoon on the IWTV. Um, that's all for for the the Family Reunion stuff, man. Next up, what we, we get our first ICW show. ICW. Uh, which one do you want to start with? I guess let's do then and now, right? Because that is, uh, I think that is Thursday night after all the family reunion stuff. Yeah, let's do it. Icy Dub, No Holds Barred, Volume 11, then and now. The theme here, we've got some uh, some legends in there with some of the future and next talent. So uh, 
Uh, man, this is an interesting card. All of what ICW Noel's Bard's been doing, man, uh, has been all their own. And this show really sticks out to me as one that, like, in a sea of shows, you're going to have to have your eye on. Yeah, and this is going to be incredibly violent. So viewer discretion <laughs> advised. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Um, well, I guess let's, you know what, let's start off with, uh, with we just talked about these guys. It should be a quick pick, probably. Jake Chris. Uh, going one-on-one with Nolan Edward, man. This is a match that I know Nolan's very fired up, fired up for. Interesting uh, interesting matchup between the two, right? Both can kind of do everything and get brutal. They can fly around a little bit. Uh, how are you feeling about Chris versus Edward? I think it's going to be really damn good. Um, knowing, knowing Nolan Edward and what I've seen of him, he'll probably have a lot of very creative ideas for this one. Um, the same with Jake Christ. I think these guys are going to uh, brutalize each other, and I'm going to go with Nolan Edward as my prediction. Yeah, I'm going to go Nolan. Um, I, I mean, it's more so of the, the, the wave he's on right now, but Jake Christ, no doubt about it, could, uh, could end this when he uh, – I also want to say, too, uh, you know, they're both very busy, but Jake uh, won't be too far out of that John Wayne Murdoch match by the time this, this one gets going. So, <sighs> yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. Um, next up, though, this is one me and you have talked about a lot off and on air. Uh, I believe this is the rubber match. Bruce Santee versus Justin Kyle. Of course, they fought in the in the pit down in Florida, and they did it again. And uh, I believe it's 1-1 with uh, this one being the aforementioned round three ding-ding, Steven. Yeah, I, they, they have beat the hell out of each other in the past, so this is going to be fun. Like the last time I think I saw the two of them go at it was like, they were just literally standing in front of each other and just throwing punches. Like there, <laughs> like there wasn't like much wrestling or, or actual, like not much technicality going on. They just beat the hell out of each other. And it was a lot of fun. Like it kind of reminded me of like a Kimbo slice fight, like back yeah. in the day, you know what I mean? Very one dimensional, but very fun to, to watch. You just, you're just basically just watching until somebody falls down basically. Um, <laughs> And this, Dan, this is tough. This is a literal toss-up. Um, I'll go Justin Kyle, but like it, it, it's a, I could literally take a coin and just flip it. Um, but I think it's going to be a lot of fun, and it's going to be a little different than what we see on the rest of the show. I think. Uh, I think the, most of these other matches are going to be. Um, I mean, there's gonna, they're all going to be brutal in their own ways, but I think Bruce Antee and Justin Kyle is going to be just, just a straight-up fist fight. And I'll, I'll go Justin Kyle, but once again, like. <laughs> give me a coin i'll flip it no i i might change the bruce ante with the literal flip of the coin so i like this match a lot though it's also interesting the other two were in that pit in that cage this is going to be between the chains so i don't expect that to change anything i think it's still going to be what you're saying just two dudes throwing hands at each other um i'm with you. i mean you just you throw a coin up i'm gonna go kyle as well mainly because of, I know that he's really he's got some big matches this week this weekend so I guess I'm just I'm thinking he's he's coming in the right mindset and going to get this one done but without a doubt either one of these connects that could be all she wrote um, right out of the gate like legit fist fight stuff Bruce Santee Justin Kyle ICW no holds barred volume 11 um, moving on to a match I'm very fired up for John Davis, who we've talked about a little bit, and Dominic Greeny, who we've talked about a lot, going one-on-one, dog. Yeah, this is going to be damn good, too. Um, and that one, like, that's just, stylistically, I'm interested, because Greeny, mm-hmm. you know, as much as, as, as technical as Greeny is, 
I mean, if anybody wants to see how hardcore Dominic Greeny can get, look up his match with uh, oh, at God. Suff. Yeah, him and him and Q versus Marco Stunt and Cabana Man Dan. Um, I've also seen. I can't remember what I mean, it might have been two years ago. I remember Garini having a really brutal match over the collective weekend, and he took the skewers to the head and everything. I just can't remember who it was with, but it, uh, but I mean, Garini can can get hardcore too. And John Davis is a bad dude, and we we've talked about both at length. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Garini, man. He just he's just really he's on a real roll right now, and he's all over the place, and he just presents something so different than than so many others do. Um, but th- I mean, these two guys are gonna beat the hell out of each other in in their own ways. But I'm gonna take Garini for the win. I'm gonna go John Davis, but I don't. I mean, I, it's it's another one. Like every every one of these so far, it's just felt could go either way. I'm just gonna go Davis a little more because of he. Uh, I mean, this is a great spot for him to be in a great great uh, eyes on you for a guy that really you know should have more eyes on on him. Yeah. Obviously, John Davis is has been around. We, I know uh, don't be a broken record, but you know he's he's been out here doing this. I can't wait for this. I'm leaning John Davis, but I'm with you, man. This is definitely one on. Uh, on a stack show that I'm really going to be fired up for uh, much like this next one. I mean, this whole lineup, bro, ICW, no holds bar, killing it. Dan Moth and Calvin Tankman one-on-one. I, I'm leaning, I'm leaning Dan Moth. And how weird is that to say? Like normally Dan Moth's in there with anyone. You're like, it's Moth, but it's him and Tankman. Like, what are we, I mean, how do you pick one of these two? I know it's, it's like, it's, this is another one of those scenarios where like, my mind and my heart are going to be like against each other on this pick because my mind is saying Dan Moff, but it's so hard for me to pick against Calvin Tankman in like any scenario right now, just because I feel like, especially on a weekend, like the collective weekend slash, you know, a showcase of the independence, there's going to be so many eyes on Tankman and this would just be so big if he could get a big win over Dan Moff in, in, in this kind of setting. I, I think the I think the smarter prediction is Moff. Um, but I mean I'm gonna I'll roll the dice on this. I'm gonna say Tankman. Um, I think this is gonna give Tankman like this weekend is gonna give Tankman a lot of opportunity to show how hardcore he can get, how technical he can get, how powerful he is. I think this is gonna be like a real showcase of showing everything he can do. And then I think more and more people are going to start tuning into MLW to see more of him. And before we know it, he's going to be like one of the top names in wrestling. Cause I, I really think that highly of him. Uh, so once again, <laughs> stylistically and stuff, I think mm-hmm. this really, this really benefits Dan Moff. Like I think Dan Moff on paper is the smarter pick, but I'm going to take my boy Calvin Tateman in this one. An absolute uh, living, breathing form of the theme, right? Then and now with these two, this is yes. the, this is the epitome of that. So, again, I, I keep shouting them out, but the ICW crew, bro, they're killing it right now. Next up, we've got two – I mean, this – I saw this matchup, and I was like, Jensen's, Jensen's going to be fired up. Tony Deppin, Daniel Garcia. We keep talking about Daniel Garcia, but, man, he's he, he's very much like Nolan at all the right places doing all the right things, and now Red Death's across from Tony freaking Deppin, bro. Yeah, this is a hell of a matchup. We deep dove on both these guys, so I'll just cut right to the chase on my prediction. Did it. This one, it's so hard to predict. It really is. This is another coin flip scenario, but I think 
I think this is going to be a big weekend for Daniel Garcia. And I don't think like as much as I love Tony Deppin and how great he is, like he doesn't really need these wins over these guys anymore because of where he's at in his career already and what he's doing with ring of honor and all the eyes already on him. So I I'll go Daniel Garcia. Cause I just think that he could just benefit so much from a quality win over Deppin and this match, this really on a show full of just insaneness of what we're seeing, like this it will probably be the most, probably be the most like just straight up just wrestling match. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and I think it's going to be really damn good. And I'm going to go Daniel Garcia. I'm with you. I'm with Red Death. I think he's very much like Nolan again. Both are going to have huge weekends. Uh, I could see Anthony Deppin getting this dub, no doubt. But uh, I think he summed it up perfect. I'm, I'm leaning towards Garcia in another complete coin flip of a fight. Two Two matches left. Uh, we're going to go next. We got Steve Madison, super underrated talent out of Florida against the guy for IWTV right now, Lee Moriarty. Another, it's going to be a very technical match for those who don't know Steve Madison. Again, uh, very underrated talent, Tampa talent. So, you know, he's going to be fired up uh, that they're in the home base. Uh, I'm going Lee Moriarty for obvious reason, just more of like, he's the IWTV guy. I think he's just going to be able to be a little bit better, but, uh, on a show full of names, this is a match that I hope doesn't get lost in the shuffle because it will be really good. Yeah, I think it's going to be a damn good matchup. Uh, Steve Madison, if, if y'all don't know him, I mean, he's mm-hmm. been wrestling like literally forever, like 20 years he's been around. Like I remember um, I was actually looking up, uh, looking some stuff up for Steve. I remember actually probably a week or so ago, uh, David Bixenspan on Twitter uh, posted something like, wait a second, Steve Madison still wrestles and like a picture of him. And I was like, oh my God, that guy looks so familiar. So I typed him into Google and just small world. Um, he, he wrestled a little bit for Turnbuckle Championship Wrestling, which was a company that was run by Dusty Rhodes when I was in high school. And I, you know, I've told the story plenty of times, but like I went to high school with Cody Rhodes and Turnbuckle Championship Wrestling actually came and did a show at my high school at one point. So, like, I was aware of this company. And Steve Madison actually did some matches for them, like, that long ago. Uh, so he's still out there doing his thing. I mean, super long career. Super cool to see this. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you got to go Moriarty. There, there's no way Moriarty loses this match. But this is a real, uh, a real showcase of, like, the guy in Moriarty who you know, is really becoming the face of independent wrestling and a guy who I think is going to make a ton of money in professional wrestling when it's all said and done versus a guy who is kind of from like the older generation, but he's still out there performing at a high level, almost like a passing of the, of the guard to a degree a little bit. And I, yeah, like I said, Moriarty, I got to go with him as my pick. Very, very, very good matchup right here. The main event I'm assuming could be wrong. I'm guessing, but I'm assuming the main event of this show will be pure, unadulterated <laughs> insanity. The Carnage Crew, shout out Carnage Crew, shout out old Ring of Honor, and New Jack versus the Rejects, uh, which you know we, we talked about Akira having to uh, having to step right, doing the right thing um, with his COVID uh, positive. Shout out Akira. So stepping in for Akira, Neil Diamond Cutter, John Wayne Murdoch, and Reed Bentley versus the Carnage Crew and New Jack. Dude, what is what? <laughs> that vin- that venue is done. Yeah. Uh, if you're into deathmatch wrestling, this is <laughs> definitely for you. 
Um, if you're not, I would, I just, once again, viewer discretion advised, this is going to be insane. And they probably couldn't have picked like a more violent replacement than Neil Diamond Cutter. (laughs) So like, who, uh, if you've never seen him, uh, uh, he's, I don't even know how to describe Neil Diamond Cutter, to be honest. He, he's a guy like on first glance, just like, doesn't look like a wrestler (laughs) at all. And then you see the guy wrestling, he's just completely insane. Um, I, I like this match a lot as far as like, like you said, you know, you got the, the OGs, you know, over mm-hmm. on the right side with the carnage crew and new Jack. Uh, this is going to be as much as I'm hot and cold on the career of new Jack, because I was very entertained by him growing up, but I would also know how screwed up some of the stuff he was. Some, some of the stuff he did was, you know, you know, especially when he watched like the, uh, the dark side of the ring on him and stuff. Um, it's just, he's a different type of dude, that's for sure. Um, all these guys are, to be honest. You got to have a little bit of a screw loose to even do, uh, no no offense, but y'all know what I mean. Like, you got to yeah. be a different type of person to, like, want to do the stuff that these guys are doing to themselves. And I respect it, man. This is their art, like like we've said. Um, I got to go the OGs, though. I got to go Carnage Crew and New Jack in this one. I, I have no idea what to say. I don't know what to expect. The graphic alone is worth the price of, of watching this show. I'm going to go rejects with Neil Diamond Cutter, a.k.a. the Honey Badger. But this is, again, like like Stephen was saying, if you're into violence, then then we all win because that is that is guaranteed. Uh, I can't guarantee blood a lot, but I, I, I feel pretty good I can guarantee blood in this match, y'all. Um, that is it for ICW, No Holds Barred, Volume 11, then and now. That's the Thursday night shoe. Moving on the to... I think both of us are, you know, we try to be non-biased at times, but let's be honest. This show that we're about to talk about is the one that we're most, 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 most excited about, Stephen. It is the action, sup, have fun, be sad. I'll be on the call for this one, so I can't do picks. Uh, but, man, how cool is it to have sup and action joining up like this and letting Violence is Forever just book a show? <laughs> yeah, I, incredible. I mean, he nailed it. Uh you know, I, I do have a bias towards these companies. Uh, I mean, living in Nashville as long as I did and now living in Atlanta, yeah. you know, these are these are like the two companies that I probably support the most as far as like going to the shows and, and buying their merchandise and all that stuff. Um, I mean, it's just awesome. And it's great to see that Ku and Garini are getting this kind of freedom to put together a show like this, because obviously they do great stuff, you know, as bookers already like throughout the year so this is really cool to see them uh getting this show and you know shout out to everybody involved uh in the process like you know shout out to dylan hales and yep matt griffin and of course Koo and and i mean everybody involved like I, this is going to be this is going to be a lot of fun to watch man i'm very proud of these two companies and, and uh, being able to see this uh, over the over the weekend it's gonna be a lot of fun yeah i can't tell you how uh beyond proud i am to be a part of of both these promotions, man. Um, let's get into it, bro. Let's, let's open things up. We got a four-way match. Derek Neal versus Alex Kane. We talked about both those uh, so far. Two talents we're very high on. Versus Logan Creed versus Manders. Four-way insanity, Steven Jensen. Yeah, this is awesome. I mean, these are just four big dudes uh, that are very strong and very athletic. Uh, of, of these, we really... I can't remember if we had was man. I know. Yeah, we've talked Manders with the GCW side. Logan Creed, though, we haven't had a chance to we talk about. Yep. 
Um, right. He's, you know, he's known as a uh, Mads Kruger over on MLW. Uh, he wears that mask. Uh, and I've said it before on this, this weekend or podcast before, and I'll say it again. Like I, I think that Logan Creed uh, does way better work on the Indies than he does in MLW. And um, it's just a character thing. It's not his actual work, but it's, it's the character difference. And for those of you who might not be the biggest Kruger fans on MLW, I'd highly recommend checking him out as Logan Creed on the Indies, because I think you'd be uh, pleasantly surprised with what you see. Um, I like this match a lot. Big fan of all four guys. I gotta go. Uh, I mean, so there's a there's a few layers to this, right? Because you have like Manders and Derek Neal are feuding. So like, will they take each other out in this one? Uh I don't I just don't see Creed getting this win. And I, I, I see a big push coming for Alex Kane uh, in both of these promotions. So I'm going to say that Manders and Derek Neal wind up like fighting to the back or something. And Alex Kane winds up getting the win over Logan Creed. So I'll take Alex Kane in this one. That is a solid prediction. Any of these four can come out of this for sure. We've got some blood boiling between Manders and Neal. Logan Creed been tearing it up. Alex Kane, the next gen. Uh, not much more you can ask in this one, man. Uh, four-way action out of Action and Sup. Next up, singles competition, Matt Mikowski, Adam Priest. We've talked a little bit about both these, man. This is uh, this is one, another one of those matchups when the graphic came out. I kind of just nodded and went like, yeah, that, that, that makes sense. Yeah, this is a hell of a technical matchup. This is going to be great. Um, like you said, we talked about both, so I'll throw my prediction out there. And I'll go with Adam Priest, um, you know, and the main reason for that is because of how often and how prominently he's used in sup and action. And Mikowski, I'd love, I'd love to see more of in those companies, but because of where Priest is at and the stories that he's involved in and, uh, you know, potential title shots coming up and stuff, I got to go Adam Priest in that one. And I think that's going to be a really big win for him and a really, really good technical match. Yeah, Priest said, depending on his mood that day, he might just shoot on Mikowski. So we'll have to Ooh. see. <laughs> we'll have to see how that goes. Uh Next up, another, man, this is just loaded with guys that are favorites of ours, talent that we really enjoy just watching. Now they get to beat each other up. Myron Reed, AC Mack, one-on-one. Yeah, uh, two guys we've deep dove on. I'll go AC Mack uh, just for the same reason I've been picking him for all these other matches. Uh, The guy's just a winner. He figures out a way to get the job done. I think Myron Reed goes out there and looks phenomenal i think he's gonna go out there and hit all his stuff i think uh we're gonna all be at the point where it's like hell yeah myron reed's gonna get this big win over former champion ac mack and then he's gonna get kicked in the nuts or something and rolled <laughs> up and and ac's gonna get the win and just and just scrape by you know just by the skin of, skin of his teeth so um i'm gonna take ac mack <laughs> shout out ac mack shout out myron reed uh next up tag team action let's do this one Brett Eisen and Cabana Mandan, the castaway, teaming up against the good hand, Kevin Ryan and Shug D, who have been, you know, Kevin and Shug have been just attacking action wrestling, trying to take it over, doing what they're doing. Uh, Brett Eisen and, and the rest of my crew, the KOBK guys, uh, taped up, didn't look like things were going to be good. Cabana Mandan down to help things out, and that's how we've gotten here, man. What do you think about Brett and, and Dan teaming, and of course, how do you see this one playing out? Yeah, so we've talked a lot about Brett and CMD, but like we haven't talked Suge and Kevin Ryan at all. And you know, Suge D, obviously, you know, Sugar Dunkerton, been around forever. Uh, yes, you might even know him as Pineapple Pete if you watch AEW. Uh, just don't call him that to his face. Uh, but I think that uh, 
I think what he's been doing on the indies uh, since leaving AEW has been really, really good stuff. I love the character work. I love the chip on his shoulder. And Kevin Ryan's a guy that I, you know, I talked about him on the podcast a lot because uh, he's been a real breakout performer, in my opinion, over the last mm-hmm. maybe six months to a year. Uh, the stuff that he had going you know, with Sean Christopher and all that. And I think that, uh, I think that Kevin Ryan's going to have a really big 2021. I think that the pairing of him and Shug D makes all the sense in the world. Both guys are in a similar position of kind of being overlooked for Kevin Ryan's been wrestling a lot longer than people realize. And Shug D, like I mentioned, has been around forever. So like both guys have a giant chip on their shoulder and they both are great. Um, They do, they do great. They do great work together. And Ison and CMD is interesting because they're, they're really kind of, you know, feuding across multiple companies right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have a hard time believing that Ison and Dan are going to be able to coexist in this one, but I think they'll be able to coexist long enough to get the win because I think they have the mutual, the mutual goal of getting this W on this big weekend. I think they both know that they need the win for their careers, but after that match is over, I could see something going down where the two of them just start going at it. But I'll take I'll take Ison and Cabana Man Dan, and a big reason for that is is the setting. I mean, this is sup, this is action. Um, these are two faces of those companies. Same could be said against Kevin Ryan and Shug D. That's just a little more on the action side than on the sub side. Whereas Ison and CMD are kind of both, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna go Ison and CMD, but like. This, this, in all honesty, this is maybe the tag team match I'm looking forward to the most for the entire weekend. No, yeah, great story coming into this. I'm so happy to hear, uh, you know, anyone really talk about Kevin Ryan right now because this last year he's really, really putting the work in, really doing the right things, even when he's doing the wrong things, uh, like being what he is at action with, with Shogun is good and <laughs> crap. But uh, I'm with you, man. Very exciting stuff. This is a, this is a match to keep an eye on. Not very often you get to see two talents like Brett and Cabana Man Dan, who means so much to so many promotions down here, teaming together. So for sure, uh, shout out the crew for that one. Next up, back to uh, singles competition. John Davis, O'Shea Edwards. This match, uh, O'Shea's wanted this forever. It, I believe it's been booked a couple times and COVID and weather and things have gotten away. We're finally going to get uh, the, that dude and the big bad Kaju staring across from each other. Yeah, that's going to be just a badass fight. I mean, O'Shea, we talked about John a little bit, but O'Shea, mm-hmm. like, it's been awesome seeing him involved with Ring of Honor lately. Um, the dude has, has had all the tools for years, and, you know, we've we've been saying that for a long time. Uh, we've, been a, we've been fortunate enough to see his, like, really his progression over the last few years. Uh, the guy's got the look, the size, the talent, the intensity. Uh, just, you just look in the, the man's eyes, and it's like, it's just intense. Uh, I, I'm a very big fan of what he does. He's a very athletic guy. Um, and once again, this, some of these picks, I, I lean one way a little more because of kind of the history in these promotions. Um, I think that John Davis would be a good pick in this one, but I, it's like, it's almost like a homecoming for O'Shea Edwards. Um, I got to go with O'Shea. He almost has like a home field advantage. I feel like in this, and I think the match is going to be damn good. I think after the match, they both shake hands and, and there's a lot of respect shown there. And and this is almost like a, almost like a goodbye to O'Shea, I feel like, because, you know, I think the more that he's used in Ring of Honor and the more eyes that get on him, 
uh, the more successful he's going to be in wrestling. And I just don't think he's going to be around the Indies for too much longer um, because he's just so talented that I think, uh, you know, a mainstream company is going to really, uh, really pick him up at some point in the near future. You know, whatever, whenever that is, I don't know. But um, I feel like we should just appreciate the time we've got with O'Shea while we've got him. And I, I'm going to take O'Shea Edwards over John Davis. Yeah, I very excited for this one. Big fan of both. Shout out Shay. Shout out John Davis. Uh, our next contest, we've only got a couple left on this show, but uh, all of these next three or four, and these are these are nuts. Um, non-title match, Eric Royal, the action wrestling champion, not putting that title on the line. Again, non-title match against Daniel McCabe. We keep talking about McCabe. This is a, a thing about Daniel, too, man, is these matchups he's in, it's so, I mean, different competitors, you know what I'm saying? Daniel's just in there challenging himself all week. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, different styles. I mean, just mm-hmm. all over the place. And it's interesting with this being a non-title match, with Eric Royal being the action wrestling champion. Um, so, like, part of that I, it makes me want to feel like Makabe's got this one. Um, I, but Eric Royal has been on a hell of a roll lately. I mean, this this is stylistically, this is a, the, the two are very different. And I think it's going to be a really good matchup. Um, cause like on one hand you have Eric Royal, like you said, I mean, action wrestling champion, uh, you know, dethroned AC max, uh, you know, legendary title run with that belt. And Maccabe is a guy who, you know, pull back the curtain a little bit. Like, you know, he's a guy that, you know, Dylan Hales and, and all them just love, you know, cause I mean, we've seen what he's accomplished when he's been in SUP and been in the SCI. I mean, winning the SCI tournament uh, a couple of years ago and stuff. So it's like, it's this that makes it a very hard prediction because like I know how high action wrestling is on Eric Royal and I know how high SUP is on Dana Makabe. So it's it's very hard to call. I'm gonna say Makabe, and the only reason I'm saying it is because that action title isn't on the line. That's the only reason I'm leaning that way. Um, but this is a hell of a matchup. I, I, I like it a lot. And maybe Eric Royal even like gets himself DQ'd or something. Maybe something happens where like Royal doesn't take the doesn't take the submission loss or the pinfall loss, but like Makabe is kind of getting the better of him, and then Royal just like knocks the ref out or something. I I don't know, but I'm gonna take Daniel Makabe. Very excited about this match. It's been one that Eric's wanted for a while. He, again, getting it. Uh, I, I um I, I'm fired up for it, man. D- again, something different than anything else in the card right here. Just like this next one, unsanctioned match. And- <sighs> Angela Slane, Nolan Edward, of course, these two putting on one of the more violent matches in action wrestling history a few months ago, which you can check out on IWTV. But yeah, it's it's officially official, unsanctioned match. That venue is screwed. Everyone get out of the way. Nolan Edward, Angela Slane. Yeah, and obviously we talked about Nolan a lot. Uh, Angelus, uh, for my money, is probably the the most underappreciated female wrestler on the indies. Yeah. Um. You know, as far as like everything she has accomplished in the matches she's had, and how much she meant to the like the early days of SUP. Yes. Um. You know, and there's. So I like this matchup a lot. You mentioning it, you know, unsanctioned. This is gonna be insane. I can only imagine the the ideas that the two of these uh, performers are. I shouldn't even call them performers. That almost sounds like. Uh, that almost sounds like a dig. Uh, these two. Uh, maniacs <laughs> these two, with these two maniacs wind up uh, putting together for this one i'm very much looking forward to it and angela's lane she's she's just she's badass like um 
you know, she'll go in there and she'll do anything that you've seen anyone do. I mean, she, she, she will go in there and go for it. And Nolan Edward, we, we know is down for whatever. Uh, I got to go Nolan, but this is, this is just a, this is going to be a badass match. This is going to be insane. Going to be guaranteed insanity. Uh, absolutely can't wait. Unsanctioned. Our last two, Steve Jensen, we're, let's do the tag team match. The tag team match. This might end up being the main event. Who knows? These these next two, either one could be. Um, Violence is forever, of course, the team of Dominic Greeny and Kevin Koop, two-time IWTV Tag Team of the Year versus freaking Finn Juice. We got Finn Juice at the Action Sub Show, David Finley, Juice Robinson, a top-tier tag team matchup right here. Yeah, this is awesome because you have – this is a real uh, forbidden door scenario because – Obviously, Finn Juice, David Finley, and Juice Robinson. We haven't talked about them, but you know, if you live under a rock, maybe you don't know who they are. Obviously, from New Japan Pro Wrestling, David mm-hmm. Finley, the son of uh, the legendary Fit Finley, Juice Robinson, uh, you know, former NXT talent, uh, somebody who's been doing good stuff. And he did. He had a really good run in Ring of Honor, although it was short. Uh, but you know, uh, doing good stuff in in New Japan. And we literally have Violence is Forever who's an MLW contracted tag team taking on Finn Juice, who's a New Japan contracted tag team who are currently holding the Impact Wrestling World Tag Team titles. So this is this is forbidden door kicked wide open. I think this is awesome. I love seeing Ku and Garini mixing it up with uh, two names as big and as well known as Finley and Juice, because I think it's going to put even more eyes on VIF. And because it's the collective weekend and because Finn Juice is already where they're at. I think this is a humongous opportunity for Garini and Q to get this win. Um, and it makes it even more interesting if Q and Garini can win those MLW tag team titles in the near future, um, because they would be able to lay claim to also, you know, beating the the Impact tag team champions. And maybe they can get kind of involved in, you know, the AEW tag team title scene, the, you know, the wow. New Japan tag, you know, like this could really because I, I really I know we haven't talked about Forbidden Door on on this podcast, but like this, I just feel like there's a lot of possibilities here, and there's going to be a lot of eyes on this. And if MLW is going to be a part of this whole war going on between all the different companies, I think Q and Garini as a tag team is probably the best team that MLW has that can be involved in in a lot of this stuff. So I'm going to take balances forever to get this win, man. I I know it's a it's almost kind of a crazy prediction because of, of where Finn Juice is at and the things they have coming up. But this could really benefit Bounces forever. I'm going to take them for the win. Cannot wait to see it, bro. The main event, maybe that could be the main event. This could be the main event. But for us, for this moment in time, the main event, Sup Bone Storm title match, AJ Gray, the champ, versus J.D. Drake, who we, we've talked about as just, uh, you know, AEW recently been around, been been putting in that work, getting a crack at the Bone Storm title and the truth, the bleepy bleepy truth. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, we've talked about AJ a lot. We talked about JD actually on one of the earlier shows. Um, so yeah, I'll just cut right to it. I I think this is a hell of a matchup. We've seen JD Drake, you know, challenge for the Bone Storm Championship in the past uh, when he lost to Brett Eisen. So. That was, that was Brett Eisen, right, when he wrestled for yes. the title? Yeah. Yes. Because uh, Anthony Henry wrestled O'Shea on that same show, if I remember correctly. They had that whole feud going on. And then they had, um, a, a, like, a four-way with all of them. Yes, that's right. Um, J.D. Drake, like we said earlier, 
I mean, he's doing great stuff on the indies and uh, getting more work with AEW lately. And I, I feel like, I mean, the the prediction here, I got to go AJ Gray. Um, he's just kind of the perfect champion right now for Southern Underground Pro. Uh, I have not, I would have no problem with JD Drake winning because I'm a humongous fan of his. But I think just the smart pick here is AJ. But they're going to go out there and beat the hell out of each other. Um, I think that. I think J.D. Drake survives um, a clothesline or two from A.J. Like, I, I think that that's like a really hard hitting back and forth. These guys are like spamming finishers at the end. I mean, just hitting everything with hitting everything they've got. But at the end of the day, I think A.J. Gray uh, walks away uh, still the Bone Storm champion. What a show. That one one more time. The action Southern Underground Pro. Have fun. Be sad. That'll be Friday, uh, early afternoon on the IWTV. Uh, later that afternoon, we're moving on to, I I mean, th- these are the shows that, uh, that I am like, I'm not booked on that I'm probably the most fired up for are the ICW No Holds Barred Pit Fighter Battle of the Tough Guys. So, of course, this will be a two-part tournament. Uh, I guess we'll just, we'll go through the first, you know, th- this first show, and then uh, maybe we'll just pick, you know, who we think ends up winning because, uh, you know, anything that comes from show one will lead to show two. Both of those will be Friday night. Um, but but let's get right in, man. These Some insane first-round matchups. You're going to see uh, a lot of names we have talked about, so we may skim a little quicker through these. But let's kick things off. I'm looking at the bracket in front of me. On the left side of the bracket, at the tippy-top, Dan Moth versus Bruce Santee. Yeah, dude, there's a lot of good matches here. For those of you who don't know, the pit fighter concept, yes. it's, like, it's it's a literal, it, it looks similar to like a UFC octagon. It's just smaller and round and it's full of weapons. Yeah. And, um, yeah. and it's a lot of fun. I, I, I was talking to Moe before we were recording about how much I love the, uh, the advertisements for these shows on IWTV. I think like the music videos they put together for the, I just think it's really, really well done. It really pumps me up. And like you mentioned, Mose, we've already deep dove on everybody on this show. So yeah, I'll just start making predictions. Uh, that first one you mentioned, um, did you start off with Moth and Santee? Yeah, Moth and Santee. Um, I'll take Moth in that one. Yeah, man, I'm with you. I'm very high on Moth in this tournament as well. The winner of that fight will face either Justin Kyle or Gary J in what is sure to be a, a just a scruff of a fist fight. Yeah, that's a tough one to call. Oh, I'm going to go. I'll take Gary J. I'm going to go Gary J. Was he a late replacement in that? I can't remember if he was. He he may have been. Okay, I'm going to go. I'm going to go Gary J. That's a damn good matchup, though. Great fight. I'm going to go Kyle, but I very, very, I got this in circle for me personally. Uh, the, the bottom half of this left side of the bracket, brother versus brother, friend versus friend, Kevin Koo versus Dominic Garini in the pit. Yeah, I got to go Garini. He's just too much of in his, in his element in this uh, in comparison to Koo, but this is going to be damn fun. Again, they aren't going to hold anything back because they're partners. Like They're going to both be going out there for the win, but it's just the setting just uh, – Garini is just going to have the advantage in this setting. I got to go with him. I'm with you. You said it perfectly, man. Uh, the final matchup on this left side of the bracket, John Davis, Calvin Tateman. This one, I mean, again, in the pit, bro. Are you kidding me? I know. This is these these are all awesome matchups. Um, I mean, 
John Davis is tough as hell, and I could see him getting this win. And I know it's like I've been wanting to pick John Davis over and over, and I and but it's I just feel like his opponents just have a little more to gain in some of these than he does, and it's literally nothing against John Davis. I like him a lot. But, like, I've been talking about Tankman a lot. I think it's going to be a big weekend. And Tankman has had success in these types of environments, too, where, um, you know, he throws that, that you know, forearm to the back of the head super violently and stuff. I mean, he gets knockouts. Um, I I got to go Tankman in this one. But, damn, that's a tough one to call. Very tough. I'm with you. I'm going to roll with Tank. Uh, the right side of the bracket, again, Reject versus reject right here. John Wayne Murdoch, Reed Bentley, and I believe Reed is undefeated in the pit. Yeah, I think you're right. I I, I definitely haven't seen him lose. Um, then for that reason, I got to go Reed Bentley. He's got the momentum. Uh, he's got the experience. Obviously, John Wayne Murdoch's a psycho, and he can uh, he can take a lot of punishment. But I'm gonna go Reed Bentley. I'm with you. Uh, you don't pick against undefeated man. Uh, Schlack will be fighting and uh, replacing Akira. Shout out to Akira one more time. Ruben still stepping in. I saw Ruben. He was on one of their pit fighters uh, a couple months ago, and he he and Satu Jin just like God, they blew it all over that place. So <laughs> Schlack versus Ruben still. I'm with Schlack, but I I gotta tell you, man, this is gonna be a gross one. Yeah, and I'm with Schlack as well. Um, and a lot of that just has the fact that like Ruben's a late replacement. Although, and, and I don't think I think I just got confused on the Gary J matchup. I think he was advertised for the start. But with the Ruben uh, situation, with Akira not being able to be there, I, I, I mean, they could throw us a curveball, uh, but I'm going to go with Schlack. And to be honest, I probably wouldn't want with Schlack over Akira also. Um, although, you know, obviously I'm a big fan of Akira and, and everything that y'all do over at KOBK. But, like, it's very tough to go against Schlack, especially in an environment like this. So I'm going to go Schlack. Yeah, I'm with you. It's, it's always hard to pick against Schlack when there's violence involved. Um, the bottom half of this bracket, we've got Nolan Edward versus J.D. Drake. Of course, they fought at Action Wrestling. J.D. gave Nolan that towel. Uh, a lot of respect here, but there won't be a lot of respect when they're staring across from each other in the cage. Bro, I'm going Nolan for obvious reasons, but how are you feeling about these two fighting? I, I love this fight. Um, this is, I was going to say this is maybe my favorite uh, matchup of this show, but I don't know if that's really true because I really, really like Kuhn Garini. Um, I really like John Davis Tankman as well. Um, I like Moffin Sand. I like this whole this whole card. Yeah, man, man this whole thing really is do. crazy. I really do. Um, I gotta go Nolan also though for for this for the same type of reasons why I've gone with you know AJ over JD Drake and why I've gone with Nolan over so many others for this weekend. It just there's a lot of buzz for Nolan and there's a lot of people who are gonna be new fans of his coming out of this weekend. And this is also an environment where, like, it doesn't hurt J.D. Drake to lose because no one can go in there and hit him with everything inside of that cage. Uh, you know, weapons and, and fists and, I mean, they get creative in there, too. Like, the, y'all over there, y'all KBK dudes are nuts. Like, I've seen some <laughs> of these these pit fighter shows where dudes are jumping off the top of the off the top of the cage, um, you know, onto people and stuff. Like, I mean, it's. It's crazy, but I got to go Nolan Edward. I think he just he just gets creative with it and finds a way to get the job done over J.D. Drake. Take, takes down kind of like a almost like a David and Goliath scenario. Takes down J.D. Drake. Fired up for it, man. The final first round matchup. I maybe my most anticipated match of the entire weekend because I know how much it means to Brett Eisen. I know how bad he's wanted this fight for a while. KOBK Brett Eisen. 
Red Death, Daniel Garcia. First round matchup. You know where I'm going. How are you feeling about this one, bro? Yeah, this is, a once again, just a very hard one to call because I think Garcia is very much in his element in this situation. And I think Ison is as well, but just like for totally different reasons. Like Garcia is kind of like that, He's kind of like that at like that MMA style athlete. And Ison's just like a tough brawler who's just like just a fighter, like at heart. Mm-hmm. So so like there's going to there's going to be a lot of spirit in this one. There's going to be a lot of uh, I mean, I, it's a very hard one for me to predict. Um, I don't have the brackets in front of me because that might sway my predictions a little bit, depending on who kind of goes on to fight who in the next rounds. Um, but I'll say, is this, uh, I will tell you before uh, you pick, I will say the winner of this fight will fight the winner of Nolan Drake. Ooh, man. So like, that's a whole other layer because you yeah. can potentially get ice in a Nolan, um, uh, like, which, so on a personal level, that's what I want. So like, I'll, I'll, <laughs> so I'll say, uh, I don't know. It's very hard for me to pick against Daniel Garcia. As much as I love Brett, I, I think that this is a this is a good spot for Garcia also. And I think Garcia and Nolan could be great. But also, J.D. Drake versus Ison would be great. I mean, there's a lot of awesome uh, scenarios here. Uh, you know what? Screw it. I'm going Pitbull. I got to go Brett Ison. Yeah. I got to I got to stand by. I got to stand by my dude. Like I. Uh, I, I I think that he's a good prediction, and I think Daniel Garcia is also a good prediction, and um, and Ison's done a lot of good stuff with ICW, you know, for for the the chances he's got there so far, and I I feel like I feel like he's rewarded with this win over Daniel Garcia. So I'm gonna take I'm gonna take uh, KOBK Brett Ison. I love it that match or that that match and that entire card 8 p.m. on Friday April 9th. Uh, that's all for the first round. Uh, you know, I believe the the second round will be also on this show. And then the midnight show will be the semifinals and the finals. Um, you know, we don't want to break down every single thing, but with what with what we've predicted these first round, who do you think, uh, who do you got winning the whole thing, man? Uh, if it's me, there's a, there's a lot of guys you can see winning it. It's hard not to pick Reed. It's hard not to pick Dominic Greeny. I think I, I think I'm gonna go Dan Moff. I think Dan Moff wins the whole thing. Yeah, that's a good pick, though. I mean, you really can't go wrong with any of these predictions. For real, uh, I, I could really see anyone on this field winning. Uh, oh man, it is it is tough. Cause I I think I'm gonna go Tankman to win the whole thing. Um. I'm not confident in that because I literally I'm I'm very close to going Garini. And both guys are in similar positions, man. Both with MLW, both doing great stuff. Mm-hmm. Um and both really in their element. Like Tankman has done in my opinion, surprisingly well in these types of matches. Um, you know, the the whole UWFI style and everything. I think he's he's a real hybrid. And he's got so much power, I, man. It's just, it is so hard for me to make these picks on this show. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna say Calvin Tateman gets. Is, is it a possibility based on how the brackets are set up that we get Garini and Tateman in the finals? Um, no, actually, that would be a second round matchup, Garini and Tateman. Wow. Okay, so I'll say this: whoever wins that second round matchup, if it happens, wins the whole thing. 
Um, and I'm going to say Tankman gets the win over Garini. So I got to go with Tankman. I love it, man. How often, I mean, legitimately, how often can we say that, like, any one of these guys can win? You know what I mean? Any any competitor could walk away winning this, and we would not be surprised. Like, I just, all the all the ups in the world to ICW, no holds barred for putting this together. Um, Battle of the Tough Guys, part one and two again, this Friday, April 9th, 8 p.m. and midnight. Uh, moving on, man, later that night, I believe it's the same night, yeah, um, we've got, actually this might be, I may have messed up, and this might be the midnight show before everything we just did. Anyway, it's the No Peace Underground Murder Mania show. There's not a ton of matches on this card. Um, looking at this, it's been announced so far, obviously. I, I have, I'm not affiliated. I don't know what they're doing, but um, I know looking at this card, I see one that's been announced that I know we're both interested in, so let's just start talking about uh, how about Treehouse Lee versus J.J. Garrett? Because that is happening at Murder Mania. Oh, wow. I didn't even have that on my list. Um, no, I know. it's It's been announced in the last, I think, week or two. But, yeah, J.J. Garrett, Treehouse Lee. Okay, that's going to be damn good. Um, Man, because you know Garrett's going to throw him around. And, you know, Lee's going to be coming from all angles. This is going to be a That's going to be fun. I'm a little biased toward JJ Garrett. I, I just, Same. I'm, I, yeah, I just, I really like his look and, and, and the way that he wrestles and he just presents anyone who can do something that's different, even if it's like a, a total throwback, like, like JJ Garrett. I mean, it's like, he's, he's unique in, in, in what he does. And so is Treehouse Lee. Like I like both guys, but I, I, I got to lean uh, JJ Garrett in that one. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm with JJ Garrett, uh, mainly because he is just so loved in this house that I live in, but Without a doubt, that match, uh, I I mean, I'm not going to a ton of shows I'm not booked at, but that one makes it really hard not to try to get there and see that one live. Um, one more time, No Peace Underground Murder Mania. Uh, moving on to a tag team match. This one's been getting some talk. Nolan Edward and Wolf Taylor, who beat the hell out of each other a few weeks ago, teaming together against the Hallowed, which is Lord Crew and Otis Coger. Uh, this is going to get violent, bro. This is going to be a crazy one. You know where I'm going. We both, uh, we both uh, uh, know that Lord Cruz got that look. He's going to, this is a great matchup for him, right? We talked about him a little bit earlier. Big, big eyes on this match. So for, for Lord Crew and Otis, this is a hell of a spot to be in. And for Wolf Taylor, honestly, like I said, I wasn't smartened up to him until I saw he and Nolan fight. Uh, this is good stuff. Yeah, this is going to be a good tag team match. And like we were talking with the GCW preview, um, Lord Crew, I'm just wait. I'm just waiting to. I'm just waiting to get you know to see what everyone else is seeing. I mean, the guy's got a look. Like you keep mentioning, I mean, he really looks like a. He looks like an old school prize fighter. You know, yeah, he really does. For real. Um, you know, and and to be fair, I haven't seen a ton of his work. I've seen uh enough to make an opinion, but there also could be good stuff that I've just been missing out on. And maybe this weekend is what is what makes it click for me. And I wanted to because he has a lot of supporters that I really respect. Um, and then on the other end, yeah, Wolf Taylor, Nolan Edward, that's who I got to go with. Um, it, it's tough for me to pick against Nolan in a lot of these matches because, once again, I just think this is a really big weekend for him. And for those reasons, I got to go Team Nolan. Uh, I'm going to say that they get the win in that. Yeah, great, great stuff out of this one. Definitely a tag team match to keep an eye on. Next up, Jamie Senegal, Ace Austin. Going to be acrobatic, going to have a lot of flippy stuff going on. I'm, I'm going to go Jamie in this one. I, we haven't been able to talk about her, but 
being, uh, you know, in this matchup with the Ace Austin at this promotion, I think Jamie gets a big win. Yeah, and I remember Jamie wrestling um, Alley Cat at Big Gay Brunch last yes. year. So uh, that's my main uh, kind of introduction to Senegal, to be honest. And then you have um, Ace Austin, who is the current Impact Wrestling X Division champion. In my opinion, a guy who they should build the entire company around. Like, I'm very high on Ace Austin. I think he's incredibly talented. He has a good look, good on the microphone. I like his pairing with Madman Fulton as a, kind of his heater and bodyguard. Uh, so I got to go Ace Austin. Um, and the main reason I'm picking Ace is because I honestly, and this I don't say this lightly, um, I think he's probably right now, for my money, probably in the top 10 of like, for me, most entertaining pro wrestlers in the world right now. Um, and I'm going to go Ace Austin. I just I just think he's just one of the best doing it right now. And uh, I think Jamie Senegal is very talented. And I think Jamie's going to uh, really step their game up for this one. Mm-hmm. But I got to go Ace Austin. Yeah, this is, this is going to be a fun one to watch again. Very different than that tag team match of just violence. Expect just some real crazy technicality and just some, some moves in this one. Uh, next up, we've got a five-way match. Jake Chris versus Lucky 13 versus Neil Tommy Cutter versus Gary J versus Shane Mercer. My Lord. What venue? This, oh, this is in Orlando. Yeah, Orlando. The entire city of Orlando is going to be destroyed by this one match. Um, I'm going to go Gary J. But I don't, I don't know why, Steven. I just, I'm going to go Gary J. Yeah, I mean, this is a... Uh... I mean, this is like just a who knows what the hell is going to happen type match. <laughs> um, I'm going to go. I like the Gary J pick a lot. Um, I'm I'm leaning Gary J. I'm also leaning Mercer. Yeah, Mercer. Um, and that's another thing I'm always trying to keep in mind is like WrestleMania weekend, you know, a lot of eyes. Like, what are these guys and girls and, and non-binary everybody like what are, what are they all going to be? doing to like stand out and we know that Shane Mercer can just do insane stuff um and I think this match is going to showcase that like I could see a scenario where Shane Mercer puts like Lucky 13 and Neil Diamond Cutter like on his shoulders at the same time and jumps off the top rope or something you know what I mean like you're just gonna do something crazy um so (laughs) I mean I'm gonna take Shane Mercer but like you could literally I could take a I could put all these names on a dartboard throw the dart and like I'd be fine with my pick but like I'm going to go Shane Mercer with a very close second pick being Gary J. Love it. This, Yeah, this is complete insanity. Five-way complete insanity match is what I'm going to label this as. A couple more on this show, and then we've just got a couple cards left, and we'll have the week uh, knocked out. Tony Deppen versus Jake something, man. This is, uh, you know, we were talking about Tony flying around, Jake trying to get a hold of him, maybe throwing him around. I'm, you know, again, this whole card, only a few matches for us to talk about. But, uh, again, something for everybody, Deppin versus something. I'm going to go Jake something because I just think it's like a fight. If if Jake's able to get a hold of him, that might be it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go Jake something as well. But it's it's interesting because both these guys are kind of in the same boat, but just kind of in different companies where Tony Deppin is getting more and more – people are becoming more and more familiar with him because of, you know, what he's doing with ring of honor. And then you got Jake something who's in the same boat over an impact wrestling. And both are kind of in the midst of 
kind of like their initial pushes with, I mean, both have been involved for a minute, but like, they're just, you're just now seeing Depp and really involved with like top storylines with that new stable he's got. Jake something is doing his own thing after uh, the Diener split and everything he's doing alongside like James Storm and Chris Saban and like some of these, you know, uh, TNA veterans and stuff. So, uh, and against violent by design. So, I'm going to say Jake something, but it's two guys that are really in kind of the same exact point of their careers. So I could really go either way, but I'm going to go Jake something uh, mainly because of kind of what you said, uh, the environment here. And Mm -hmm. uh, I think the size difference will play a factor in this one. So I'm going to go with something. Yeah. Great, great kind of fist fight wrestling combo match here. Uh, The final one on this card. Madman Pondo versus Casanova Valentine with Marcus Crane as your special referee. This one's got to be the main event, at least from what we have in front of us. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go Pondo. Why not? My, he's a legend. Nothing against Cass. Cass is good people. But when else are we gonna be able to see Pondo versus Casanova Valentine with Crane as a ref? What is happening? Yeah, for real. And I, I love that name, Casanova Valentine, because it, yeah. it reminds me of, I don't know if you remember the movie Mystery Men. Mystery from Men. Like, yes. Yeah. Yes. Casanova Frankenstein. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I always, that always clicks with me when I hear that name. But uh, I got to go Badman Pondo also for literally the same reason. It's like, this is a cool, this is just a cool ass matchup that we're getting. Um, Marcus Crane as the referee is going to add to it. And um, once again, this is going to be very, very violent. And Pondo is going to do what Pondo does. And I think because I think I picked against Pondo for some of the other stuff we went through. And this is one where I'm, I'm going to go with Pondo. I, I think he gets the win over Casanova Valentine. And that's all we've got for No Peace Underground Murder Mania. That will be Wednesday night into Thursday morning, midnight. However you look at that uh, from Orlando, Florida. Uh, definitely a, a card to catch if you're up late night or, or back when it's on demand. Couple cards left, and, and we're done, Stephen. Let's move on to Tony Deppin's Beer House. This is on Friday, or I believe. Is this Friday or is this Saturday? It's not be Saturday. Um, Tony Deppin's Beer House. We've got, uh, dude. Th- again, this has so much talent on it. Let's start with, uh, you know what? Let's start with with the Tennessee legend, Tank and Manders one on one. I don't know if you saw the promo. But um, Tank's uh, Tank's manager, he said that Tank has killed more Cowboys than Marlboro Reds. Oh, wow. That's a great line. Phenomenal line. Tank versus Manders. Tony Deppin's Beer House. What what are you you feeling about this one? Man, like, I got to go Manders. But for those of you who don't know, I mean, Tank is, he's like a literal, just like wrestling legend in Tennessee. Uh, And a man who I have watched retire, I feel like multiple times live. Um, but it's still out there doing it. I mean, he, he can't, he just can't get enough. And, uh, he's a guy that I know has a ton of respect, uh, from the wrestlers, especially like I saw, I saw his retirement in Chattanooga, uh, against Matt Riddle. And that was a very emotional thing. Cause you know, I was kind of newer to the scene of like being a fan of, of kind of like this level of independent wrestling and the people that I was there with were like literally in tears because they were like tank just meant so much to them. So it's cool to see that he didn't say retired because like he has more to contribute. Um, but I think in the position he's in, he's better served at this point in his career to put over a guy like Manders because Manders has you know, such a bright future. 
Um, so for those reasons, I got to go Manders, but this is going to be a fun one. Very fun fight here. I'm going to go Tank because I'm biased, and I'm hoping he gets put one more run together before he, he really does uh, set off in the sunset. But, yeah, very excited for this one. Uh, how about this? How about Ace Austin versus Braden Lee? Talk about flippy boys, man. This is going to be all over the place. Uh, I'm actually I'm going to go Ace on this one because of what you said. I think about the last uh, that match with Jamie, I think Braden's really going to prove himself even if it's at a loss in this in this sort yeah and Brayden Lee's the the brazy dude right yeah straight brazy. yeah that's right yeah like he and I know we talked about him a little bit earlier um on the GCW side uh yeah I gotta go Ace Austin for, literally for the same reasons why I took him before I just think that it's a real uh it's kind of a real privilege as a fan that we get to watch him even like wrestling over this weekend, considering how much he's doing with impact and how busy the guy is. And I, I just, I feel like he's going to come in, he's going to make Braden Lee look incredible. In all honesty, Braden Lee, like he could really use the win. And I think that it would be great if he did win, but kind of it'd be all, I know this is a, a strange comparison, but it'd almost be like, I don't even want to make the comparison. My kind of where my head's at is like, we got Ace Austin. I feel like Ace Austin coming in, like he's not going to hurt anybody by winning. Cause, cause he's just so damn good. But if Brayden Lee can go in there and he can just hang with him, which he definitely will. Um, if he can just make it, it close, like give me a few, a few spots where I really feel like Brayden's going to get that win. I think this match is going to be awesome. And in all honesty, outside of, one other match that we're going to talk about this this might be the one i'm looking forward to the most on this whole show um so i'm gonna go ace austin but stylistically this is a perfect matchup for both guys yeah absolutely very excited for Braden being there uh great great stuff again tony deppin's beer house this is saturday april 10th at noon eastern 12 p.m uh moving along with Myron Reed versus Matt Vertigo. I don't know a lot about Matt Vertigo. Love the name. Uh, I'm going to go Myron because of that. But the fact that, you know, that we were just saying, this feels like a great matchup for someone that may uh, may be getting new eyes on him. Yeah, and I feel that I'm in the same boat. Um, Matt Vertigo, I think he's from the New York area, but that's really, and I could be wrong about that, but I think I think that's where I know that name from. It has to be like, northeast or something like that but it is right is he new york okay so so that's really all i know though but um i'm looking forward to because hey you can't really have a better opponent than myron reed if i'm going to see you for the first time uh because myron's oh oh, man sorry to cut you off literally like breaking news matt vertigo will not be able to make this show he tested positive for covid19 Darn. So, well, I'm glad yeah. he said something about it. Glad he said yeah. something about it. Literally just seeing it right now on my feed. But, oh, man, I hate to say it because we were, we were just, you know, like you're saying, we were learning about the kid. So this match will not be happening. Damn it. Damn. Well, hey, at least I know the name now. Like, yeah. Matt, you know, Matt Vertigo, shout out. I'm glad he did the right thing. Uh, you, you know, similar to Akira, you know, it's mm-hmm. like what more can you do? I'm glad, you know, I'm, I'm not glad you're having to deal with this. Obviously I, I wish you nothing, but you know, speedy recovery, but thank you for letting people know it and not going and, and, and affecting others with that. Um, and here's the thing now that I, now that the name's implanted in my mind and now that I want to see him in there with Myron Reed, I'm going to be pumped up for the next time I see Matt, Matt Vertigo on a show. And I'll definitely give him a shout out here on the weekend or the next time that he wrestles. 
Yeah, um, that, mm-hmm. And hopefully Myron gets a replacement opponent because obviously as much Myron as I can get, I, I want to take. Like I, I want to watch him wrestle every show if I can. I'm a very big fan of his. Yeah, absolutely. Shout out Matt Vertigo. Uh, again, doing the right thing. Can't, uh, I mean, could ask for more. Um, I, I hope, hopefully we get this match, you know, down the line. Um, yeah, yeah, man, just hate to see it. Hate to see it. Uh, next up, Simon Grimm, Brandon Kirk. This is an interesting matchup, to say the least, bro. We've talked about Grimm a little bit. Brandon Kirk maybe known more for the deathmatch stuff, but uh, but Grimm's really going to look to stretch him, man. Um, I'm going to go Grimm, but not mainly just because it's, you know, nothing against Kirk. I just I, I think Simon Grimm may be a little more at home, you know, just doing the technical stuff. Yeah, I could see that as well. I think that's a really good uh, analysis there. I'm going to go Kirk, even though, like you said, I, I do know him more from the deathmatch side. But in, I don't mean this as like, there's really not a really good way of putting this, to be honest. But Simon Grimm, he, he's, he's just, I, I just always feel like he's going to be kind of in the same spot of making other people look good. Um, and I know that can sound kind of brutal, but I think you also do need guys like that out there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, not everybody's going to be the main event or the co-main event, you know? Um, and I think Grimm's just kind of in that spot. Like he'll win every now and then, uh, and kind of surprise you. But for the most part, when I see his name on a show, I'm, I'm always kind of immediately thinking the match will probably be solid, but at the end of the day, Grimm's going to take the L and that's how I feel about this one as well. I think Brandon Kirk gets the win over Simon Grimm, but once again, this isn't anything against Simon Grimm. It's just, you know, some people just kind of have the spot that they're in, and I just kind of feel like that's where Grimm's at right now. Um, so I'm going to take Kirk. Yeah, great spot for Kirk to be in. This is a uh, this is he's going to look good, like you said. He's going to be in there with Simon. This uh, this will be fun. Couple matches left on this card, and then we'll get into our final card. Uh, it feels like we, we've already we've already put the week work in, man. We're almost there. Six way pub crawl match. Love it. Love the theme. Eric Corvus versus Joey Silver versus The Whisper. Versus Cole Radrick versus Ellis Taylor versus Jared Evans. We've talked about almost all these talents so far. We've not talked a lot about Corvus or Silver. The Whisper a little bit. Uh, uh, I, I'm fired up, man. Young, hungry talent. Um, I, I'm going to Cole. We all know why. I mean, I'm a little biased there. I love Cole. But uh, this is going to be a nutso match, man. Yeah, this is going to be a lot of fun. And like you said, we, we've had a chance to talk about a lot of these talents over on the GCW side. And you already know my prediction. I'm going Cole Radrick yeah. as well. Um, I've got him winning like pretty much everything that he's involved in, I think, uh, this weekend, at least for the most part. And like I said, on the GCW side, like uh, I, I, I'm just such a huge fan of his. And I, I just think he does such good work. And he's just he's just so fun to get behind. And he's a guy that you can literally watch like grow in front of your eyes. Like if you watch, if, if you go back and you find a Cole Radrick match from like three years ago or two years ago, you're looking at a completely different human being than what you're seeing right now. And what you're seeing right now is going to be a completely different version, probably six months from now, because he's just going to keep evolving and getting better. And you can see his level of confidence is just it's, he's just leveling up consistently. I mean, it's it's similar to Cabana Man Dan. It's like when you see him now, he just has a totally different look about him when you see him. You're just like, this guy is just hitting a new level right now. And that's how I feel about a guy like Cole Radrick. And for those reasons, I think he wins this six-way pub crawl match. Love it. Love to see it. The main event, 
at least for us, I think it's the main event, Jordan Oliver, J.D. Drake. We've talked at, uh, so much about both these talents, bro. I think we know I think we know what we're going to get. J.D. Drake's going to throw a beating. I think Jordan Oliver, I've seen him got, he, he's, I've seen him in his butt kicked by Chris Dickinson. I know he can take a butt kick and a keep ticking. I'm going J.O., but this is without a doubt on my list of like must-see matches this week. Yeah, and this was the one when I was talking about Ace Austin and Braden Lee. This was the one I was alluding mm-hmm. to by saying like this the this is probably the match that I'm the most looking forward to. Um, we talked about a lot, you know, about Jordan on the GCW uh, predictions. I'm actually going to go JD Drake in this one. Um, the main reason being, I think Jordan Oliver is going to have a very big week, and I think he's going to win a lot of matches. Um, and I had JD Drake on the losing end of most of what I, I we've talked about up to this point. And I feel like J.D. Drake's got to get some quality wins over this weekend still. And Jordan Oliver is a great opponent. I think stylistically this is going to be a lot of fun. And this is something that isn't going to hurt Jordan if he loses either because, you know, if he has whatever it is, seven matches or whatever that we've talked about, um, yeah. he loses he loses one or two, no big deal. You know what I mean? If you lost like all seven, I'd be a little concerned. But uh, I think he, he can afford to take an L every now and then. And I think uh, losing to a guy the caliber of J.D. Drake – it doesn't hurt Jordan at all. And I think J.D. Drake beating a guy like Jordan Oliver, who I expect to have a big weekend, uh, yes. continues to help the stock of J.D. Drake. So um, for those reasons, I'm actually going to take J.D. Drake in this one. Yeah, I, I love it, man. Love the matchup. That was Tony Deppin's Beer House presented by IWTV. One more time, that will be Saturday, April 10th at noon. Our last show we're going to discuss, Stephen, ICW No Holds Barred Volume 12 Farewells of the Pawn Shop. For those that don't know, when ICW does their No Holds Barred, their uh, their chain rope match uh, or chain rope cars, excuse me, down in Florida, they do them literally. It's like by a pawn shop, just right there out. And this is the farewell. I guess pawn shop's closing down. These are all going to be like death matches. Definitely uh, a parental advisory warning. Um, this will be Saturday night. Um, a lot of our people on it, a lot of people we've discussed. Again, we won't deep deep dive too far into this, so let's just kick off with Brandon Kirk versus Alex Ocean. Alex Ocean, the most hated person in ICW, no holds barred, in there with Brandon Kirk, who we just discussed a little bit. Though this time, Kirk, in that deathmatch world, um, I'm going to pick Alex Ocean because he's a lowdown piece of you-know-what over at ICW, and I think he's going to do some, some things to, to sneak this one out. Yeah, I'm with you for literally the same exact reasons. And it's actually kind of wild with all these kind of shows that this is the first time we've talked about Alex Ocean. So, for real? Um, so yeah, I'm going to go Alex Ocean as well. I, I For literally the same reasons you've got him. Yeah, great. That's going to be violent. That's going to be gross. Uh, two hungry talents. Um, yeah, going to be violent. Next up, and also just as violent, if not more, bad blood between these two. Reed Bentley, Atticus Coger. Uh, this really picked up at the last uh, set of shows down with the the No Holds Barred and the Pit Fighter and all that for ICW the last time there in Florida. Big time bad blood. Reed is undefeated in the Pit Fighter, as we talked about. Both having a very busy week. This is kind of that end of the week, end of the weekend kind of stuff. You know they're going to go out on their shields. I'm picking Reed Bentley because I, I just I, I want to see you know, um, the rejects, the good guys, if you will, in this sense, uh, get a dub. Yeah, I like the prediction. I got to go the other way, though. I got to go with Atticus. Although, if you listen to the GCW portion of our of our 
preview. Y'all know I'm just I'm just a very big fan of his. Um, so I got to go Atticus. This is going to be nasty, though. There's going to be very. some there be some decisions that get made during this fight. Um, <laughs> but I, I got to go. I got to go Addy. Like, uh, I like Reed, and I think he's going to have a great weekend. But um, Atticus is a guy who I really see a lot of money in in pro wrestling um, down the line. And uh, and we talked about it a lot with the GCW side. But it's I, I just there's something about Atticus that I'm drawn to. Um, and I, I'm just a very big fan of what he's doing. Um, even, even not being a huge fan of deathmatch wrestling, I do really respect, uh, the character work and, and everything that he puts into it. So, um, yeah, I gotta go Atticus. Yeah. I love it, man. This is definitely one to watch. Uh, next up, we've got Jeff King versus Neil Diamond Cutter, two absolute characters, two dudes that are down to bleed and get violent. Um, not sure what to expect in this one other than just like entertainment of this is your bag and this is definitely my kind of bag baby i'm gonna go with the honey badger i think neil diamond like you said anybody that just you know, puts a staple gun to their tongue like by their choice you know what i mean like what do you say to that yeah exactly um i'm gonna go diamond cutter as well um the last time i saw jeff king wrestle was um his loss to schlack at gcw so, uh, yeah, I don't, I, I haven't seen a ton of Jeff King, but like the, the little bit I have has been pretty brutal. Uh, Diamond Cutter, Neil Diamond Cutter, same, same situation. Uh, but like you said, Neil Diamond Cutter is just a complete, just a complete psychopath. So I'm going to take, <laughs> I'm going to take him for the win. Honey Badger, uh, for the win. Yeah. Next up, uh, we, we talked about Satu Jin and Ruben still a little bit. They, they, Beat the beat the heck out of each other the last time they bled buckets all over the state of Florida. Probably gonna do it again. Expect queasiness uh, if this is again if this is not your kind of match or your show. <laughs> this is really not one to watch because these two don't care. Uh, I believe I believe Satu Jin won their their first match. So because of that, I think Ruben still comes back, gets the win, and maybe we see a rubber match down the line. So I'm actually looking at the record, and I think Ruben actually won the last one. Did he? See, I, th- I couldn't remember. I just remember they're both bleeding out of their stomachs. Yeah, it was completely disgusting. Um, well, in that or, case, or, or, or incredible, depending on if you like. <laughs> <laughs> well, in that case, give me Sathu Jin to get the win bag, and I, I, I guess more blood from the stomachs. Yeah, I'm, I'm in the same boat as you. I, I was literally going to base my pick based off of who won the last one and going the other direction, so I'm with you. Same exact prediction. Yeah, good luck on this one. Anyone that like, we may need someone to give blood uh, because uh, of this match. You know what I mean? You, you know me, man. Like there, I, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be, cause I'm gonna watch every one of these matches and every one of these shows. Um, <laughs> so, um, I'll, I might be a little lightheaded during that one, but I'm gonna power through. I'll, I'll let you know how it goes. Please do, please do. Everyone have, uh, have Steven Jensen in your thoughts when these guys are bleeding all over the state of Florida this week. Uh, next up, we only got a couple left, man. We've got Dan Moth, Nolan Edward. Of course, they've squared up before. Dan threw Nolan out of the venue, and Nolan crawled back in to get his hands on Dan. Uh, I know this is one that everyone's fired up for. Um, it's hard. It, again, I, it's hard to pick against either one of these guys. I know how motivated Nolan is to get in there back there. I'm going to go with the boy. I'm going to go with no flinch, but... Again, I, I can't tell you how excited I am for this one. Yeah, this one's awesome. Uh, yeah, and it's 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 
kind of cruddy because like I want to pick Moff because I do like the guy, but like I feel like I'm going against him every time. But it's just because his opponents, I think, just have a little more to gain than he does in a lot of these scenarios. And I feel the same way about Nolan. You know, it's just I can't stress it enough. I think this is going to be a very big weekend for Nolan Edward, and I don't think he's going to win all of his matches. But if he gets big wins over guys that, you know, with the name value of Dan Moff and some of these others, I mean, I think he just do a world of, of good for him. So for those reasons, I got to go Nolan. I, I think the smarter prediction on paper is Dan Moff. But mm-hmm. I but I think, you know, because and because of that, I think that's probably why I'm leading a little Nolan also, because I think a lot of people will come into this match like expecting to see Dan Moff because they, they know him and know what he brings to the table and and maybe if you're seeing, you know, Nolan Edward for the first time, he's, you know, a young, good looking kid. I mean, he doesn't look like the I, I know this sounds kind of weird to say, but he doesn't really look like the kind of guy who, like, would be doing this to himself. Like, you know what I mean? He looks yeah. like a guy who could be like a, a catalog model or something. You know what I mean? You know, like, <laughs> looks like he doesn't have to be doing this. Um, He's great at just technical wrestling. He could just do that. But he loves this stuff. Um, And you've told me plenty of times how much he loves it. And it's like. Yeah. And and I and I can't knock it. Everyone needs to go out there and be themselves and do what makes them happy. Um, so I got and and for all those reasons, I think it'd be really damn cool. Uh, you know, if there's you know a new fan watching that knows all about Dan Moff and then they see this kind of uh, kind of white meat baby face looking Nolan Edwards standing across the the you know ring from him, and then the next thing you know, you know Nolan's got uh, the whatever you call the the, the gosset. Uh, whatever the ghosted plates he's gonna have probably like ghosted plates hanging out of his arms and uh you know blood all over that and people are gonna be like oh damn nolan edward is badass like this guy like i gotta see more of him and i think that a win over dan moff could really really help bring in uh some newer fans to nolan so i'm gonna take nolan in that one yeah exciting matchup here couple left uh shane mercer versus slack i I uh, I don't uh, man I've seen some <laughs> things in my life, but seeing just seeing Shane Mercer's name across the slack is just terrifying as as a fan as just a human being. Um, I, I, how are you feeling about Slack and Shane Mercer, bro? This is this entire ICW week is just crazy. Yeah, I mean this is an awesome matchup, and what I'm really curious about in this one is. What is going to have to be done to keep one of them down? Yes. You know, like, that's the story for me in this one is, like, (laughs) I think it's going to take, I mean, I'm going to take Schlack as my pick, but, I mean, that's not not a confident pick, by the way. I love Shane Mercer. (laughs) But I think it's going to be a scenario where, like, the, I mean, it's going to take something insane. Like, there, we're going to see, like, a gigantic... A buffet of weapons or something in the middle of that ring and both guys jumping off of something high through a bunch of sharp stuff and bleeding all over. I mean, something brutal is going to have to happen to keep one of these guys down. I mean, I could see Shane Mercer, you know, putting slack on his shoulders and hitting a Death Valley driver, you know, to the other, to another turnbuckle or something. You know what I mean? I just think it's going to be something crazy is going to have to be done to keep one of these men down. Um, for all I know, it's a double pin. Like they both these guys just wind up killing each other. They're both just laying there, and the referee just throws the thing out. I mean, I don't know. Um, but I'm gonna go Schlack. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you. I think Schlack because I mean we've seen Shane do the death match stuff, and he does it well. He's a psycho, 
but uh, you, I just you don't make bet against the meat grinder in this kind of situation. Um, I, I'm assuming this is our main event. I mean, it, it, it looks like a main event on paper. It's two deathmatch legends: Eric Ryan versus John Wayne Murdoch. More four four zero versus Rejects right here. Of course, I, I love. I mean, Eric Ryan. I said it earlier. One of my favorite deathmatch guys. John Wayne Murdoch, one of the best deathmatch guys you're ever going to see. Uh, this feels just bigger than even you know any kind of storyline, right? Just two guys that are great at this, beating the hell out of each other. I'm gonna go with the Duke. I, it's you know I just I, John Wayne Murdoch and ICW no holds barred, man. What what else do you say? Yeah, I mean that's a very good point. Um, it's yeah, that's a tough one to call. I think I'm gonna go Eric Ryan though. Um, I I I can't ever stress enough how much that whole four four zero stable can can really i mean i know there's the rejects on the other side but like 440 is uh i mean they're just scum you know and 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 they figure out ways of getting getting what they what they want out of out of situations so i'm gonna say that it's gonna look like john wayne murdoch is right there about to get the win and something happens where 440 screws it up uh, for John Wade Murdoch and comes in and helps Eric Eric Ryan get that win. But I think it's going to be bloody. It's going to be brutal. It is not going to be for the fan of heart. And uh, I think about half the people listening to this are going to hate that we're even covering it. And I think the other half are, are going to be jumping up and down in excitement watching this. So it's going to be very polarizing, uh, some of these shows and some of these matches. But that's what pro wrestling is all about. I mean, it's a, it's variety. It's it's a buffet of of what you like and what you don't. And uh, just yeah, as much get as much entertainment for as, from as many people as you possibly can. So um, I'm gonna take Eric Ryan and man, that's a lot of wrestling we just talked about. I like I said I think it's been a week. Has it, did the shows already happen? <laughs> <laughs> so what's probably gonna happen is we uh for those of y'all listening, this will probably be in two parts by the time y'all hear it. Uh, we'll have a GCW preview, which you know. Is it going to be its own thing? And then an IWTV preview, which is what you're listening to right now. So listen to everything if you can. I mean, me and Moe's uh, took a lot of time out of our, our week to do as, as best we could to deep dive on as much of the talent as we could uh, to give predictions for every single match that we know was going down. Um, so thank you all very much for listening. And Moe's, please let everybody know where they can follow you and uh, all the stuff you got going on, man. I very much appreciate you spending all this time with me. Oh, anytime, man. Anytime. Any, anything you need, bro. You know that. Yeah, follow me at Moe's KOBK on Twitter. And anybody that watches any of the shows I'm on or any of my peoples are on, I, I sincerely can't thank you enough. There you go. Short and sweet from jumping johnny mosley aka mose and just for what it's worth y'all can hear us every week we talk mixed martial arts over on my fight talk podcast feed uh so if you're into mma you can hear me and more of me and mose uh we talk every every week about uh mma and uh we'll probably do more stuff on the pro wrestling side together going forward too so um thank y'all very much for listening and make sure to support fightful select uh great great people doing a lot of hard work there Uh, So thank you all very much. And uh, until next time, enjoy some professional wrestling.
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.